making his way down a long, white, generic hallway in a high-security fortress of a building. A man carries the burden of his fate in a trembling, naive bundle of hope. The man's name is Bernie Felger. His situation is unusual. Some may even call it extraordinary. Bernie thinks of it simply as terrifying. He's a drifter who happens to have drifted into the wrong place at the wrong time. While searching for gainful employment, he stumbled over a tripwire that has propelled him into a devastating situation he may not be able to talk his way out of. After all, he's not a skilled negotiator. He's merely a simple temp. Hello, I'm the, uh, temp. This is his story. The Temp, a double M production. As I'm flitting job to job, I am a man without a face. Such a no man moving everywhere to try and find my place. Now it seems a temp is all I am, it's all I'll ever be. I will never find myself in line to be an employee. Today's episode, Lost and Alone. It's about time. Officer, thank goodness. I'm Sergeant Weston. Are you the one who called in the missing persons reports? Yes, I am. Come in. Now, who would that be for, ma'am? My husband. He didn't come home from work today, and I can't reach him on his phone. Well, ma'am, I am sorry, but he, we really can't file a report until he's been missing for 24 hours. By that time, he could be dead. He may be in serious trouble, and if we don't act immediately, it could be fatal. Isn't the first 48 hours the most important? You've been watching too much TV, ma'am. Most missing husband's cases are the husband's trying to spread his wings and fly the coop. Well, my husband is afraid to fly. Besides, we were supposed to have meatloaf for supper tonight, and he would never miss out on that. He, he loves my meatloaf. I only have your word on that, ma'am. My daughter can verify it. Those two get into a big fight over the last piece. She's upstairs. I'll go get her. Better yet... I'll give you a piece you can see for yourself. That won't be necessary, ma'am. Can't you put out an APB on him? He's committed no crime. So, if he's the perpetrator of some crime, you'd go right after him, but because he's a law-abiding citizen, you ignore him. That's pretty much the drill. <laughs> what if he's the victim of some crime? Then he'd need to file the report himself. But he can't, because he's missing as the result of being the victim of some crime. We don't know that. Look, I can take your information, and if he doesn't show up in 24 hours, we'll file your report. Oh, that's something, I guess. What's your name, ma'am? Penelope Felger. And your husband's name? Bernard Felger. Uh, his occupation? Oh, uh, he's a temp. A what? He, he's a temporary worker, a, a freelancer. Can you give me a description of him? He's about 6'1 and is a little stocky. I keep telling him that he needs to watch his weight because that can lead to several different health problems like heart disease and diabetes, which run rampant in his ma family. Uh, Ma'am, can we just get back to the description? He's very sweet and kind man and who would do anything for you. Look, does he have any distinguishing characteristics? Oh, yeah, he... He does amazing cartoon voices and mouth sounds. No, no. Okay. Do you have a photo of him? Yes, on my phone. Uh, here it is. How's that? 
Why don't you print that out and bring it down to the station tomorrow? I could email it to you. That won't be necessary, ma'am. Please, we need to do something tonight. For all I know, he could be laying in a ditch off the side of the road, bleeding while his meatloaf gets cold. (laughs) The State Highway Patrol has not reported any accidents in the area. Then he could have been kidnapped or mugged or... Maybe he's trapped somewhere and is slowly running out of air. Isn't there anything you can do? Not for 24 hours. I don't know if he can hold his breath that long. (laughs) Good night, ma'am. Good night. Ah! Menorah, are you up? Menorah. Yeah, Mom, what is it? Listen, honey, your dad hasn't come home from work yet, and I, I, I'm getting panicky. What time is it? It's after midnight. Did you try calling him? I have. Several times each hour. He doesn't answer. Well, I can try and track him down with the tracking device on his phone. Listen, uh, can I have my phone so that I can call my wife? She must be very worried by now. We'll contact your wife when the time comes. I'm Agent Jax with the Department of Homeland Security. Hi. Uh, uh, y- y- am I going to jail? Do-, do I need to find a lawyer? You are not under arrest, Mr. Felger. Oh, that's a relief. At least not yet. But I could go to jail. Not for this offense, Mr. Felger. Oh, good. For this offense, you would go to prison. Prison? <laughs> now, we just want to ask you some questions. Uh, uh, Mr. Felger, are you okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, <clears throat> fire away. Oh, I didn't mean fire. Wrong choice of words. <laughs> Look, I've never been to prison. I wouldn't know how to act. Now try and calm down, Mr. Felger. How can I calm down when I'm facing a devastating change of address? Look, look, see, um... I recently have been having some anxiety issues. It, it may be my age, my health. It could be my general ineptitude toward life. I don't <laughs> Is know. Is there I anything just... you would like? I can get you some water. <sighs> Coffee, maybe. <sighs> oh, you, you, would you happen to have a paper bag? What for? Are you going to be sick? No, no. I'm hyperventilating. Oh, uh, uh, let's see. Oh, wait. Uh, here's the trash. Uh, here, try this. What is in that bag? I don't know. Probably someone's lunch. This is the lunchroom when we're not interrogating anyone. Yeah, that's better. Now, Mr. Felger, would you just step over here and sit down? We'll try and keep the stress level to a minimum. Thank you. Now, take a deep breath and just start from the beginning and tell me everything. Oh, okay. Let's see. Um, I was told to report to the Alliance Warehouse. So I show up at this warehouse, and I go in, and there's this little guy sitting in a high-back office chair at a desk cluttered with bric-a-brac and whatnot. Bric-a-brac and whatnot? Stuff. Junk. You know, random pieces of factory debris. Oh. Well, Well, he looked up at me and stared for quite a while. You're the temp? That's right. You're late. Excuse me? 
I put in the requisition for a temp over a month ago. Well, I just heard about it yesterday. It's not your fault. The company is all messed up. I see that a lot. What's your name? Bernie Felger. Uh, you can call me Bernie. I'm Gilbert. You can just call me Gilbert. <laughs> okay. Um, but where are you going to put me to work? This is it. You are working for me. Great, great. Well, um, what do you want me to do? Keep me company. I'm sorry, what? Look, the company has me isolated here in this warehouse. I have been isolated here for 20 years. I need a friend. <laughs> you put a requisition through the company to find a friend? I told you, the company was messed up. I just happened to know how to work the company glitches to my advantage. I'm very smart. I have an IQ of 177. Ah, wow. Okay, this is your desk. Great. Um... What's all that stuff on top of it? Just push it off. Should we just leave all that stuff over the floor? It's a warehouse for crying out loud. Not your mama's kitchen. Man up, buddy, let it lie. Now, take your chair and roll it over here. I'll go get mine. Whoa, this is a big place. 90,500 square feet. Wow. And I am the sole proprietor. I have lived here for over 20 years. You mean worked here? I know what I mean. I rule here. All of this is my kingdom. Okay. <laughs> so... What is this place? This is a loading area. It's not used anymore. Legends tell that many decades ago, this place was filled with pallets of scrap metal. But all of that has long since gone, and this area is now an incubator of valor. Incubator? It is where the brave come to show their skills and display their valor in mortal combat. Combat? You are entering the sacred ground, for this is the Gilbert Arena of Space Combat. Space? Now, sit in your chair. What kind of spacecraft is it? Huh? Why, it doesn't say. Wait, wait, this tag says, uh, real space, Tresswell bonded black leather. No, no, no. What, what space vehicle are you piloting? What? Oh, I don't know. Um... How about an Aurora Star Fury fighter from Babylon 5? Excellent. And I shall counter with a Rebellion X-Wing fighter from Star Wars. It should be an interesting skirmish. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Here, put this on. Tin foil? Wrap it around your head. It is your helmet. <laughs> My helmet. Look, this wasn't in the job description. Just do it. I'll take my ship to the outer perimeter, and then we can tear each other apart. I can't locate his signal. Either something is jamming it, or his phone battery died. So much for modern technology. Did he say where he was working? Oh, Alliance something. Incorporated Automotive Technology Industries. That's it. Alliance Industries. Let's go to their offices and see if he's there. Okay, come on. He said that? That you would tear each other apart? Yes, he did. So he threatened you? Oh, no, no, no. It, it was crazy, really. I mean, we spent all of two hours rolling around in our chairs, firing make-believe missiles at each other, making sound effects with our mouths. Mr. Felger. Mr. Felger. Oh, oh. 
Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I guess when I'm in battle, my anxiety goes away. <laughs> from what you're saying, this Gilbert sounds like a narcissistic personality type suffering from claustrophobic restlessness. But he was a good star pilot. Your cat and mouse maneuvering is impressive, young star warrior, but it is useless against my piloting skills. Whew, that was close. But look, I, I, I can give you a run for your money. You can run, certainly, but you can never pursue. Oh, yeah? Well, how about the triple axle spin around back shot, huh? Ha! Your futile attempts can never outmatch. What happened? The wheel broke off my chair. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> my blast found us, Mark! Don't be stupid, it just broke off. You underestimate my piloting skills. It just broke off! I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, what now? It's break time. Right. You want some coffee? Yeah, sure. Great, this way. Wow, this is impressive. It's my break room. I designed it myself. I see. Every item in here I made myself using the scrap parts that were just lying around. How? There's a welding machine in the other room. I taught myself how to use it. That's impressive. IQ of 177, remember? That's uh, right. That makes you smarter than the average bear. <laughs> what? Yogi Bear, you know. Hey, boo-boo! I, uh... Well, Never mind. Uh, grab a mug from over there. Okay. Now, how do you like it? Cream and lots of sugar. Coming right up. It's ready. That was amazing. How is it? Mm, ah, ah, hot, but really good. Naturally. <laughs> you built this thing all yourself. I certainly did. You should put out a patent on this. You could make a fortune. I can't. Why on earth not? It's made up entirely of pieces and parts owned by Alliance Industries. They own it. Oh, that stinks. Like I said, the company is all messed up. Here, I don't need this helmet anymore. No! No, don't take that off. No? No. Well, why not? It protects your mind. Protects my mind? They can't read your thoughts when you're wearing it. Who? The aliens. What aliens? Martians. From Mars? They're constantly monitoring our planet, looking for an opening to take us over. We can't give them the opportunity. I suppose. You've got to be smarter than they are. Fortunately... I am. 177, you say? What? No, never mind. You want to see my bunker? It looks closed up. I don't see Dad's car anywhere. There's the night watchman. Hello? Hi? Come here, please. It's important. Yes, you. Oh, here he comes. I'm looking for my husband. 
Can you make out what he's saying? Something about moving to Philadelphia. This is great. Oh, oh, he's leaving. No, wait. Get back here. Oh, oh, that stopped him. I'll I'll wave him back. Come here. Come on. Over here. Get over here. (sighs) We're right back where we started. You got a pen? Uh, yeah. Here. I'll show him this so that he can read it. I need to find my husband. (laughs) He's just shrugging. He works here. (laughs) I know what time it is. If we find his body... I'll call the police and report you as an accessory! Uh, That did it. What do you need, lady? I need to find my husband. Lady, I'm the only one here. Well, how do you know? It's a big building. Everyone's gone for the day. He was last reported working here. What's his name? Bernie Felger. I don't know anyone with that name. Don't you have a book with everyone's name who works here? I don't recall seeing that name. Could you please just check for me? Bernie Felger. With a P. A what? It starts with a P. Bernie starts with a B, not a P. No, Felger starts with a P. It's P-F-E-L-G-E-R. That's the nuttiest thing. (laughs) I know it is. Could you please check? Yeah, I'll take a look in my book. It is a stupid thing that our last name is spelled that way. Bogart. Uh, I know. It's, it's Davis, an old Fairbanks, German thing. And Felger, nobody bothered Felger. to change it you when they arrived here in the new world. Well, uh, what would it take to change it? Why, why are you thinking of changing it? Uh, maybe. Why? It's the minute you get married, you'll lose it. Well, hey, I can always hyphenate. Felger. 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 Nope, no Felger in my book. You spelled it with a P? Yes, I did. (sighs) That doesn't make any sense. He told me he worked at Alliance Industries. Well, maybe he's working at the warehouse. Warehouse? It's over on Dustin Street. Can you give us the address? Uh, I can put it in my phone. I don't know the address exactly. Uh, But but if you take Central Avenue all the way to the second set of railroad tracks, then turn left and you follow that road... I can't remember if it's Broad or Bolton Street, uh, but, but just follow it uh, until you get to the abandoned ice cream stand. And then you turn left on, on Markdale, or is it Martindale? He told you he had a bunker? Yeah. He dug a nine-foot-deep trench that was probably ten-foot wide in the field behind the warehouse. He covered it with a huge panel, then covered that with a tarp and leaves. There was a small wooden board that you pulled aside to go down into it. What was in it? Well, there were all these large cylinders piled up all through it. I asked him what they were, and he said... Rocket fuel. Rocket fuel? Where did you get rocket fuel? I have my sources. (laughs) You didn't steal that stuff, did you? Define steal. (laughs) Taking something that doesn't belong to you. Oh, that's stealing! Not really, no. What what do you mean, not really? It was already stolen when I got it. I I just moved it here for safekeeping. You're hiding it for the original thieves? That's aiding and abetting stolen property. 
No, no, no. You're getting it all wrong. I'm hiding it from the original thieves. What? Okay, okay. Who were the original thieves? Some radical group of geeks. You're kidding me. Didn't you see Back to the Future? Yeah. Well, the terrorists came back and got Doc Brown. These weren't terrorists. They were a bunch of engineers who took stuff from their employer, and they were going to sell it on the internet to make some quick cash. They most likely would have sold it to terrorists, so I probably stopped terrorists from getting their hands on it. I'm the hero here. Yeah, right. And what are you going to do with it? Save the world. (laughs) He said that? That he was going to save the world? Yeah, he did. So a man who has a stockpile of explosives and says he's going to save the world, that didn't strike you as odd at all? Well... Yeah, see, I read a lot of comic books. So I guess, you know, the concept isn't as alien to me as it might have been to most people who don't read comic books. You read comic books? Uh Uh-huh. Well, see, I tend to gravitate toward the golden age of comics back in the 40s and 50s. Now, the 60s stuff is pretty good, but the more modern comics, they're just a bit too flashy. Mr. Felger, that was a yes or no question. Oh, uh, yes, yes, I, I read comic books. It's a hobby. Did he tell you what he intended to do with it? Oh, boy, yeah. Um, I took a picture of it with my phone. Oh, wait, you confiscated my phone when I came into this building here. Just tell me what he showed you. Well, he led me to the loading dock area. Oh, it's dark. Hold on. Behold, the Star Chaser. I mean, whoa! It is my masterpiece. Well, what what is it? Some kind of a missile? It's a rocket ship. Oh, right. You build a rocket ship? Why? To save the world! (laughs) How? It's quite simple, really. I merely orbit the Earth, deflecting radio signals that are bombarding our Earth from other planets. Okay, then. Um, but how long is that going to, you know, take? In all probability, the rest of my life. The rest of your life, I see. Um, not that I doubt you at all, but, you know, just how are you going to, you know, survive up there? What are you going to live off of? I've got that covered. Over here. In here, I have 86 pounds of egg salad and six dozen jars of tang. Do they still make that stuff? You have to order it online. Oh, okay. Um, As abundant as this all is, it's not going to last you the rest of your life. It isn't supposed to. It's supposed to last just long enough for me to reach the International Space Station. There, I can raid the galley and stock up on more supplies. Um, that's a space station, not a gas station. You just don't pop in there for chips and a slushie. Once they see the good that I'll be doing, they'll be glad to share their supplies. All nations, races, and creeds will revere me for keeping their life, their families, and their world safe from foreign invaders from other worlds who intend to enslave us for their hideous ends. You rehearse that a lot? Yeah, but I tweak it each time. (laughs) With all due respect, Gilbert, um, as impressive as this thing is, And it is very impressive. 
Um, I think it's against the law to shoot things into space. I don't think so. Well, yeah, I, I think you have to apply for some kind of a permit or something. That would take too long. By the time I waited for the clearance I would need in order to get to the department where I would have to be in order to make my request, the bombardment of humanity would be well underway. If not complete, we would be lost. Right. Um, why don't you let me do some calling around and see what I can find out, what, what, what you need. I mean, after all, you did hire me to be your assistant. No. I need the stealth advantage. I need to get up there before they realize that I've gone. Then, once they find me orbiting around there, they will be forced to feed me. <laughs> I'll be discreet. That'll take too long. Time is of the essence. One more day won't make that much difference. You'll give too much away. I'll be the soul of discretion. One of my first jobs was screening phone calls at a fundraiser. I know how to handle people. We're not talking about people. You're talking about bureaucrats and politicians. <laughs> it was a fundraiser for a senatorial candidate. I can handle them. But I'm ready to go now. But you won't get very far if they shoot you down. Look, why don't you check the weather forecast for the next week and let me make some calls? Why would they... Shoot me down. I, I only want to help. But they don't know that. Let me make some calls. Very well. But bear in mind, the very fate of the human race is on hold until you finish your own little business. The warehouse is at the far end of this parking lot. They're flashing lights. What's going on? Looks like the fire department. What happened? Oh, well, Mom, is that Dad's car? Yes, it is. Let's see if he's in there. I don't see anybody in there. It's locked. I thought you said he never locked his car. He never did when I was around. Oh, well, let's go take a look at what's going on. Uh, Mom? That whole end of the building is burned away. Oh, no, there's been a fire. Mom, you don't think... What can I think? The building is destroyed if your father was in there. Excuse me, can I help you? Uh, yes, we're looking for my husband. He, he was working here. What was his name, ma'am? Bernie, Bernie Felger. Uh-huh. Stay right there. Mom... This doesn't look good. I know, sweetie. I'm trying not to panic. I am too, honey. We have to keep a clear head. Well, that's not so easy to do when all I can think about is Dad's favorite movie, The Towering Inferno. He had other favorite movies, too. You said had, past tense. You think that he's gone. I don't think anything. It was just a slip. Well, don't slip. At a time like this, I am trying to hold it together, and that's not helping. I'm sorry. I'm trying to hold it together, too. My emotions are on overload. I'm not thinking grammatical precision right now. Do you have some identification? Do you? Here. Agent Ellis, Department of Homeland Security. Do you know where my husband is? Is my dad all right? Can I see your identification, please? Here. Uh, here's mine. Hmm. Would you come with me, please? Can you at least tell me if he's all right? I know that you think that silence is supposed to make us feel calmer. But it has the exact opposite effect. I, I read an article online that said withholding information increases excitement in a subject to a level Not that... now, sweetheart. 
Get in, please. Thank you. Okay. Where are we going? We want to talk with you. Why can't you talk to us right here? Are we under arrest? Uh, not yet. Then why are you whisking us off? We have some questions. Well, so do we. Then just relax, ma'am. We'll get this all straightened out. Mom, however this comes out, I just need to clear my conscience. What, what did you do? When I was seven years old, I stole a jawbreaker from the Murphy Mart. What? Oh, honey, that doesn't matter now. Well, I just want to make sure that my conscience is clear before we go into this uh, thing. Whatever this thing is, I just wish we would get it over with. I'm really scared, Mom. Me too, honey. I never dreamed that it could be so dangerous just being a temp. The unknown is always more terrifying than that which is identified. That is why we search so hard for the truth. We know it will bring relief from the constant dread that paralyzes us. Penelope and Menorah Felger are being whisked away for good or ill. They can't tell. Bernie is facing consequences that could totally change his life, as he knows it. Hopefully, all this will work itself out in the next illuminating episode of The Temp. The Temp was written by Michael Wilhelm, directed by Lauren Nichols, engineered and produced by Scott Kump. In the cast, you heard Michael Wilhelm as Bernie Felger, Lorraine Knox as Penelope Felger, Josette Wilhelm as Menorah Felger, Larry Bauer as the narrator, Tomax Opfel as Gilbert, Nate Chen as Agent Jax, Jaden Moore as Agent Ellis, Tony Lemon as Sergeant Weston, and Todd Stazak as the Night Watchman. Live sound effects performed by Scott Kump, Tony Lemon, and Lucy Nichols. Original music by Scott Kump and Lauren Nichols. Theme song performed by Jaden Moore. This has been a Double M production in affiliation with All For One Productions in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yes, I am a total stranger known more plainly as a temp. The temp was recorded before a live audience. This area is now an incubator of valor.